VR training platforms like the one developed by Fundamental VR and Orbis International are helping surgeons train over and over before operating on real patients. As you practice each skill, the muscle memory starts to develop. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. Welcome to Hollywood and Levine. I am Ken Levine, your podcast host. This is episode 170, and wherever you are in the world, I hope you are safe and healthy. This week, I am going to play for you a radio documentary that I made for a college class at UCLA in 1971, along with fellow classmate Bill Pearl. Now, I mentioned this on my blog a few weeks ago, and I said, "Uh, is this something that you guys are going to want to hear on the podcast? And overwhelmingly, you said, yeah. So, okay, that's what we're going to do this week. Like I said, it was done for a UCLA class, and basically what it does is it traces Top 40 Radio in Southern California from the late 50s to the early 70s. And there are samples of radio stations, and you get to hear the evolution from Top 40 to underground radio to what radio became in 1971. And uh, we got an A in it, but uh, a couple of disclaimers... (laughs) first. Uh, Number one, my voice sucks on this thing. And number two, remember, we're writing this for a college course. So the text is full of crap. Uh, it's, It's just so academic and ostentatious. I listened back to some of this and I go, oh God. But hey, we were very young and we not only got an A, but This got passed around from radio station to radio station, and it kind of went viral in 1971. So what I'm going to do is play it for you now, and then I'm going to come back and I'm going to talk a little bit about how we made it, and that will be this week on Hollywood and Levine. So again, this is a radio documentary. We had some academic title, some long-winded title for this thing that I don't remember. But again, it was produced by me and Bill Pearl. Bill Pearl, by the way, went on to become a top 40 disc jockey. Some of you may know him as Billy Pearl when he was in Los Angeles, such stations as K100 and KHJ. And he later went on to become a very successful lawyer. And me... I'm doing a podcast. Okay, here we go. The radio documentary this week on Hollywood and Levine. Radio. Ah, that's a lot of shit. But wait a minute, man. I mean, it is getting better all the time. Ten years ago today. From the KFWB radio graphic uh, uh, weather eye. Some cloudiness at times, but mostly sunny today and Sunday. Slightly warmer today with a high near 65. No smog today. The current KFWB temperature 54 degrees. It is the 955 edition of KFWB Instant News. Bill Cadini reporting. The KFWB News Bureau serves you 24 hours a day, and it serves you right. 555. 
L.A. traffic flow normal, 77 degrees, moderate to heavy smog. No matter where it happens, you'll hear it first on KRLA. Jim Stack here on the news on behalf of KRLA Radio, where Greater Los Angeles listens for news. Seconds count. News no sooner done than said. The Carolina Weather Scope scans partly cloudy Los Angeles area skies this afternoon and checks in with a forecast of no change in the weather pattern. Continued low clouds and local fog during the late night and early morning hours and at least partly sunny during the afternoons tomorrow. Following an overnight low of 56 degrees, look for a high tomorrow at Civic Center near 70 degrees. Currently around the Los Angeles area, 64 degrees in Eagle Rock and San Marino. It's 63 degrees in Oxnard and Venice, 62 degrees at Los Angeles Civic Center. Jim Stack reporting today's 29th edition of Radio Los Angeles News for KRLA, where news comes first. That's a lot of bullshit. And the disc jockeys... It sounds good. That's terrible. Oh, my reputation. It's seven. Can you hold on, please? Yes. It's seven before three o'clock. KRLA's more music time. The Huddle of the Lures here on KRLA. Well, thank you very much for the call. I appreciate it. <laughs> you bet. Goodbye. One of my Huddle of the Lures calling. They said, uh, yesterday we heard you uh, blowing your horn. I said, that's right. <laughs> they said, yeah, we heard the rest of your show, too, and you blew your cool. According to the latest KFWB Fabulous 40 survey, this is the tune you have made this week in Los Angeles, number one. Hey, Bill, boy. Evening, dear. Here's your forest lawn charge plate. Bill Balance, not a bit not anxious to rack up points with the half million people zeroed in on this broadcast. In the meantime, on with this rheumatic rhapsody. You're a whole lot better off if you went out and got a good job somewhere. Mom, back to your frozen custard stand. Can you really go for the Bill Ballard Show? It's two hits that you know. It's Bill Boy, that's Ballard's Band. Number 19 on the Contrapuntal 40 of KFWB. Dinah Washington and Brooke Benton. Well, now, friends, when things are going wrong all day and... Everybody seems to be having trouble. Smile and laugh, and you'll never grow old. I'll tell you why, because somebody will kill you first. Be back tomorrow at 9. Hey, you really go for the wait and feel Ballard Show. Where the heartbreakers go, and you hit that you know with Ballard All music heard on the Bill Balance program was chosen by you. Check in, Huddleballers, on number one, K-R-L-A. I repeat, I better repeat that. There's a few people over there at that other station who don't know yet. Number one, K-R-L-A. K-R-L-A. We don't lie. That's a lot of bullshit. Uh-oh, toots. 
that's a lot of bullshit. And it went. 1965, a new form of radio emerged. Listeners had been bombarded with didactic, unnecessary jingles, time tones, and other electronic gimmickry long enough. Echo, tall time temperature tower, making the mark of the murk at the moment. One man changed it all. Bill Drake. From Atlanta's WAKE to San Francisco's KYA and finally to KHJ Los Angeles, Bill Drake perfected a programming concept predicated on a clean and distant sound, devoid of the personality which cluttered the contemporary dial. Jingle. Keep them short. Just say the call letters, maybe Golden or Robert W. Morgan or something important, and that's it. Disc jump. Shut up. If you ain't got nothing to say, then just play a record. And God damn it, cut out on some of those spots. <clears throat> uh, just take care of biz. And the beat goes on. KHJ. They keep coming, and they're all great at 817. King HJ, Big 93 times Robert W. Morgan, his 52. I love his KHJ 745 KHJ Big 93 time on the Robert W. Morgan Show Count them down from 93 up to number 1 Here's number 63 with a circle Red rubber ball I should have known You did me farewell 93 KHJ Boss Radio congratulates Laura Ortiz of Santa Ana on the Orange County Boss Line Want herself a complete set of the Big 93 hits So can you be first to call the Boss Line at the sound of the noisemaker Here's 48 From the time I fall asleep to the morning Eight o'clock in Los Angeles on the Robert W. Morgan Show. She's one of those girls who seems to come in the spring. H.J. Los Angeles. Nine o'clock in Los Angeles. Good morning, everybody. This is Frank Jerry until noon. Waylon with his big 93 for you, man. KHJ, Big 93 time, and a Frank Terry show for Friday morning from Boss Radio with dozens of chances for you to win your own set of the Big 93. You listen for that New Year's noise making right now. Big number 38, Martha and the Vandellas. Love, love, love. The emphasis is on the music. More music. If you can't say it over the intro of a record, then by God, don't say it. Keep it tight. Never lose momentum. Between every record, I want to hear the artist, the title, the name, the time, and that goddamn station. It's clean. No nonsense. With the simple psychological emphasis centered on the music. More music. The station's jingles don't proclaim it as the biggest or the bestest, or revolve around station features, nor are they cluttered lengthy orchestral offerings. They only sing. And they sing... The station. And they sell... Drake's secret was an ironclad format in which every record was immediately preceded by a jingle. In a synthesis of McLuhan and Pavlov, the listener is conditioned to expect a record immediately after each jingle. And right up against the record, then, is... The station. 
Nation. And its embodiment in... The Logo. The Logo. Repeated over and over again. The same rhythmical musical signature. The DJs are also the same. Not superhuman with horns and lightning bolts flaring. He doesn't communicate or talk to his audience. He's blasting. He's talking on the music. He's talking in the medium. But he ain't talking to you. By completely purging the prattle from programming and substituting a predictable plasticity, Drake was irresistible and unstoppable. <laughs> For years, Bill Drake's super-formatted machine reigned as unbeatable solid number one. But the repetition and impersonal plasticity, which were its original strengths, were rapidly developing into boss boredoms. Drake himself realized these shortcomings and proceeded to tamper with his proven formula. The man was coming loose. They're uh, loosening up. All right, drop a few jingles, but keep it tight, please. Well, these developments were only the surface of what were larger, more revolutionary changes. Changes which were to redirect the thinking of a decade and create a heretofore unimagined subculture of surprising strength and durability. Rock Radio, its audience, and the medium itself were never to be the same. Music and day by day, an ever larger part of a generation, were getting heavy. I said heavy. The far-removed, distant, and impersonal approach could never fit the music of this movement nor satisfy its unpretentious adherence. Their straightforward approach to life was reflected in their new medium. FM, underground FM at first, had risen. It contained only the barest essentials. It played uninterrupted music for as long an uninterrupted period as possible. It's only live vestiges rested in the unassuming announcer, who rather than announcing or pronouncing informed his listeners about the music and parenthetically disposed of whatever business impinged on the music as expeditiously as possible. But although such outlets drew listeners on the strength of their music, they did not do so on their strengths as radio stations. These stations did not use the radio medium as a form of communication in and of itself, but rather used it simply as a channel of communication, the same way as one uses the telephone to convey information and entertain in an unassuming way. Much as a record player does. And that's all. This is KMET and Mike Turner. I see the light flashing. Maybe that's a little rundown on Kama Sutra. Hello? Yeah, you into Kama Sutra oil? It's out of sight? Run it. Yeah? Do you really like it? It's worthy? Better than Mazzola oil? Better than Crisco? Wowee. Glad you called, brother. Okay, that's a testimonial, an unsolicited testimonial from a bizarro from out of the zone. Kama Sutra oil is better than Crisco. Uh, let's see, back to the Japanese Film Festival. All right, anyway, we've got uh, five pairs of tickets, which we'll give away. The first five people who call who want to go to the Japanese Film Festival, it's at the New Vagabond Theater, 2509 Wilshire, near Vermont. These tickets are not good for Friday and Saturday. 
but they're good any other night. So if you want to go, just be one of the first five people to call, and I'll run them on you. In the meantime, while I'm writing those names down, I'm going to play a cut from the new Taj Mahal album. The album is called Happy to Be Just Like I Am, and this cut is called Stealing. And how does Mr. Drake react to these changes? Why, he gets heavy. He makes his disc jockeys get heavy within his format. Jerry Butler on KHJ with Paul and Linda McCartney. The song was tomorrow, and it's from their brand new album, Wings and Wildlife. You heard it at 646. I can't Reminds you that Los Alamitos High School will hold their annual Renaissance Fair this Saturday at the school in Los Alamitos. The fair begins at 11 a.m. Showers off and on through tomorrow night. Clearing up on Saturday, the lows from 48 to 52. Highs near 60 in no smog. Orange County checks in with 53 in Hollywood. Now we call it 50 degrees. 93 And who can save radio from this moribund middle-class cesspool of sound into which it has slid? Buzz Bennett. Buzz Bennett. From the depths of Bill Drake's own Boss Batcave, Bennett worked for years as one of Drake's own program directors at KGB in San Diego. And as radio matured and commensurately lost its vitality, he was carefully, albeit covertly, formulating a radically alternative approach to broadcasting. Because of his intimate knowledge from within of the Drake format, he perceived the most crucial nuances as well as the startling weaknesses which had appeared in the Drake machine. First and foremost, he capitalized on the medium itself. He transformed it from a simple carrier of formatted commercials and music to an entertainment form in and of itself. The jocks had to be more human, not more off the cuff like the man on the street, but gone forever would be the slick and distant delivery and carefully formatted, if occasionally greasy, style of the current crop of Drake jocks. No longer would the announcer talk at a distance to his audience. You can cop $1,000 in KGB cash coming down every hour. Now simply... Rip that money off! The phrase is contemporary and readily identifiable. Bennett's heresies soon earned him yet another title. However, it was no longer to be with the Drake organization. Following months of frustration, he tendered his resignation at KGB and took up residence at the very number two competition across town, KCBQ. There he put his program to work. His jocks were up, very up, never impersonal, never superhuman, never phony nor insincere. But they were clearly not the average bozo you'd sit down next to on the crosstown bus. They generated excitement. The first word out of their mouths, first time, every time was... KCBQ. And every time the DJ opened his trap, by God, something happens. Something is always going on. All focused on creating the message to the listener that the station is not only very much his, but that the entire excitement is not centered specifically on the jock, nor on the music, but on the fact that it's the radio. And the radio is... Q. And they're going to think Q when they're walking, when they're talking, when they take a bath. They're going to think Q. The adrenaline veritably oozes from the towers on the north side of town. Six o'clock at KCBQ, San Diego. Here I am. Here Rich Butter Robin. I'm going to have a winner every 20 minutes. We're going to weigh 30 cars and thousands of dollars. Smokey wants to. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, you're dirty, smile. Oh, my face. It's a new day trying to do. Oh, yeah. KCBQ giving away 30 
1905, in the past few years, thousands of shoppers have switched to Food Basket. Why? Well, because Food Basket gives you more than you expect. How else could a small regional chain grow to be the nation's eighth, nation's eighth, nation's eighth largest food retailer in eight short years? Well, Food Basket is young and they're vigorous and they're progressive and they can last all night. No, Food Basket doesn't wait for others to introduce new ideas. Food Basket has the vision and the courage to be first, first with everyday low pricing, first with one-shop shopping convenience, first with extra key buying, first with single-item pricing, first with truth and truth and truth, truth and meat labeling, and first with guaranteed value for measure. Food Basket leads where other supermarkets often follow, but only Food Basket gives you all these benefits and more, so why wait? Join the thousands who have switched. Oh, space to shop at Food Basket. I told you last night I taught the chickens how to use the outhouses. They must have forgot. The original discount supermarket, there's one in Allied Gardens on Waring Road, sunny and warm through tomorrow in the Valley Now 67, downtown 62. Rich Brother, KCBQ. See, if the chickens use the outhouses, you don't have to clean off the sidewalk all the time. That's the way I got up this morning. Thousands of dollars in, in just a couple moments, man. We're going to give away an Opal Cadet, man. It's going to be out of sight instantly. All you got to do is call in and win. Greatest contest on earth. Who's this on the phone? Chris, you've just ripped off a, a galaxy, a Ford Galaxy. What you think of that? Whoa! 
communication is what Buzz Bennett accomplishes. Most of all, he transcends the wasteful use of the radio as a mere channel conveying information and instead utilizes the medium itself to communicate the ongoing excitement to his audience. Whether he's kinetic or reflective, Buzz Bennett communicates. And he communicates with you. Greatest contest on Earth. KCBQ gives you two ways to rip a car off. Here's the first way. An instant rip-off. No need to qualify. Just call in and win your car. Instantly. Now stick close to your phone because at any second, we'll give you a cue and you call in. That's all. Then you win your car. No need to qualify. Just call in and win your car instantly. The other way, you count the numbers given hourly between 7 a.m. and 10 p.m. We'll read a number on the air each hour. Total the numbers. Then send or bring your dated entry to us within seven days. In case of a tie, we'll draw for the winner. Two ways to win a car. In KCBQ's greatest contest on earth. Get set to start counting the numbers again tomorrow morning at 7. KCBQ is an unprecedented success. It owns the town. An undisputed number one. The only station to ever soundly trounce Bill Drake's heretofore well-oiled machine. Bennett is communicating while the others are not. And the key is that he's using the radio to do it. The medium communicates, and not a plethora of puerile gimmicks enclosed in an abstract formula. As McLuhan emphasizes, the medium is the message. The important thing is not that one hears a jingle or 20 minutes of album cuts played back-to-back, but that one is not listening to the garbage can, the washing machine, the incinerator, or the kitchen sink, but listening to the radio. The important thing is how can you most effectively use that medium to communicate to the people. In a time when contemporary radio universally fails or indeed does not attempt such a feat, it's clear that radio must reevaluate and redirect itself, or ultimately a Buzz Bennett will arrive and redirect it. Okay, what'd you think? You can email me your thoughts at hollywoodlevine at outlook.com. That is hollywoodlevine at outlook.com. Like I said, we made this in 1971, me and Bill Pearl. I put together all of the radio montages because I have a number of collections of radio station air checks and jingles. And back then, when you had to put together a montage, uh, you didn't do it digitally. You did it with tape and a razor blade, and you spliced it together, and you put little tape on it, and you assembled it. It took quite a bit of time, kind of thing that uh, it might have taken two hours to do then. Today, on Audacity, it would take 12 minutes. But I put those things together. We also wrote this together. And Bill Pearl knew some people who worked at a radio station in L.A. called KKDJ. And at the time, they were automated, which meant all of the music was just on tapes. They didn't have live disc jockeys. And we got a chance to go to the station one night and use their production studio and put this thing together. And the station was located in a high-rise on the corner of Hollywood and Vine. 
And this production studio looked out over the city. It was like this unbelievable view. And this is where we did it. Uh, We brought all of the elements, all of the montages. We had the script. We had background music and albums that we brought. And we assembled the whole thing. We did uh, the voice tracks. We put the music underneath it. We put the montages together. We got there, I think, at 7.30 or 8 o'clock at night. And I remember we left at 6 o'clock in the morning. And I had classes that morning. So it, it was a long, long night. We got an A in the class. And I sent a copy of the tape to KCBQ. And at the time, in our original version of the tape, at the end, we take credit for it. And we talk about what this was for and how it was a UCLA class and the name of the class and the name of the paper and everything else. Somehow that got eliminated and tapes of this documentary started circulating around other radio stations in the country. And for its time, it quote unquote went viral. And of course, people were wondering, who the hell are these two guys? And when Buzz Bennett at KCBQ heard it, he was blown away. And he too said, who the hell are these guys? And I don't know if he ever met Pearl, but I got a call from Buzz Bennett's secretary saying, would I come down to San Diego to meet him? And I did. I drove down to San Diego and he was like, how do you know all of this stuff, man? And it was like, we just listen. We just listen and observed and we made it up. We have no idea if we're right. We just made it up. And so I, uh, at the time, became friends with his assistant program director and also one of the disc jockeys, Rich Brother Robin. And Rich and I have been friends for over 50 years. And if you like oldies, if you like music of the 50s, 60s, and 70s, I recommend richbroradio.com. He has a deep dive into songs that you have not heard for years. So anyway, that is our journey, our stagger down memory lane for radio in the 60s and early 70s. Our thanks as always to Adam and Susie Meister-Butler, to Howard Hoffman, to John Wolfert, and to Bruce and Jason Miller. Like I said, I'm available Email me at hollywoodlevine at outlook.com. I will write you back. Also available on Twitter at Ken Levine. I'm on Instagram, Hollywood and Levine. Thanks so much for listening. I will talk to you again next week. Bye-bye. Hollywood and Levine.